This is your host, Shane, with Radical Rocks. Today we're going to talk a little bit of fossil news. Uh, Seems like a lot of fossil news comes in, and then lo and behold, a little bit later it changes. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Also, we are going to go into Turkish agate and Turkish gemstones. I thought that would be really interesting. But before we start, I want to thank everybody, as always, for joining the channel, for subscribing to all of our different um, social media. And if you could be so kind to come by our Facebook group and contact me and let me know if you have any suggestions, if you think these are too long, too short, um, if there's other subjects you would prefer. And I would like to cater that to those people who have enough initiative to come forth and say something. I really appreciate it. Uh, By the way, our YouTube videos are really doing great. Um, We've added uh, some 50 members in just the last less than a month. So it seems to be growing, seems to be catching on slowly but surely. Our rock hounding trips and our tours of different gym and mineral shops. Um, Check out the gym gym gallery, which is a real beautiful one. Everyone's really been liking that video that we did on that. We go rock hounding and we do silversmithing and all kinds of stuff. So let's get right into today's episode. Um, First off, every once in a while I bump into, while I'm searching for news for you guys, interesting things to talk about, about gems, minerals, lapidary, and a little bit of fossil news. Um, Sometimes human interest. And this time, Weldon R. Story. Um, He passed away. He was 99 years old. Um, He was in Pennsylvania in uh, Longhorn. And he lived a full life. Him and his wife spent uh, 53 years together. And part of that time, they went on camping trips collecting rocks and minerals. So uh, he is now, uh, hopefully, in heaven and prospecting in those streets of gold, as it were, we like to say. Now, in fossil news, I just keep noticing the weirdest things, right? Um... So here's one. I don't know how weird this is, but at www.pattyamel.com, there's an article called New Jurassic Lungfish Fossil Found in Kalesin, Northeastern Thailand. And it was written by Pattaya Mail on November 15th. And they've got something here that looks like a typical lungfish, if you've ever seen them. Um, they've got kind of a big tail, and their fins have a bony structure in them. Um, that makes them be able to walk on the bottom of the uh, mud at the bottom. They're kind of a bottom-dwelling fish. And they've got uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, about 15 different fragments here that they've pulled this picture of this fish together. And uh, doesn't really look much different than lungfish of today. Uh, And yet they say it's 417 million years. So it doesn't look like uh, it's done much evolving. They're not. They're not. They're not pushing that one on this. Now here's one about the seal. The seal. They say it rewrites evolutionary history. Okay, it's dated November 13 by uh, Monash University, and you can look that up at https semicolon backslash backslash s-c-i-t-e-c-h daily dot com. And they've got a picture of it here. Um, they make it look kind of big here. It's much, much bigger than the fish that are around it. 
I actually have some jellyfish, I think it looks like. And looking at this, uh, it was discovered, uh, they think it's like related to a monk seal from the southern hemisphere. And uh, this was in New Zealand where they found this. And it was sitting in a museum for quite a while. And they've only got a skull and a few other bones is what they're showing here. Not that many. There's like two, four, six, seven of these. And uh, here they are coming up with... Uh, this is some sort of evolutionary link. So, you know, I don't know. It seems like they're always changing this news. And sometimes the bigger claims, it seems like the less proof they have, the bigger claims they have. When they find a lot of bones with it, I tend to give it a lot more um, weight. So here's the last one, okay? <laughs> this one, um, well, I have one other interesting geological um, tidbit too. But this one is a Fossil Friday ancient shark. Uh, bones turn out to be the teeth of a new species of flying dinosaur. So at www.zmescience.com got an article here by Alexandru Mikyu on November 13th and they found this uh, at the university at uh, Portsmouth and this one was stored away for quite a while. It's a Petasaurus and they've got these fragments of bones, really. I mean, there's two, four, six of them here that they're showing. And um, this collection's been in there for 100 years. Been sitting in a museum for 100 years. And now they're saying, oh, this is a new species. It's not what we thought. It's not a, shark a sharkosaurus. It is a flying dinosaur of some sort. So, I mean, you know, I can respect them for trying to, you know, do more research and come up with things. But when you hear these stories, it's almost like now I know why they're not in the main newspapers. Because it's like uh, it's like when you read about the UFOs, you know, you're walking in the shopping center and you see the magazines and it's all, you know, these outlay, uh, outlandish claims. Um, it's kind of what it seems like as I read these from uh, month to month and see these articles and read these reports and sometimes they're good you know they are they're true but sometimes it's just like wow you know how long is it going to be before someone else says this is something else and it's older or i found something better this is kind of funny but uh i just noticed that and i thought i'd share that with you now here's an interesting article a giant prehistoric lake has been discovered in greenland and it stretches they say some 2700 miles it's the largest of its type to be found anywhere in the world, so says nz.news.yahoo.com um, under the title Science Find One-of-A-Kind Giant Fossilized Lake a Mile Under the Ice in Greenland by Ellen Manning, and that was on uh, November 13th at the Yahoo UK News. Now she says... Um, that this discovery, she's just reporting what she's been told, but uh, there's no evidence that there's still water there today. So you might be scratching your head going, what the heck are they talking about? Well, they say because this is down there so far and at the edge of it because of uh, some of the land that's being exposed that hasn't been exposed in quite a while because a lot of the water, a lot of the ice has melted and they're seeing areas they haven't seen before. They're saying, well, they're finding pollen, they're finding things down there. Um, that contain uh, a bunch of fossils and chemical signals that could shed some light on it. And they're just saying if all this stuff was there, then there had to be water there. These are signs that it was a lake. 
So that's very possible. I, I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't a lake at one time and now it's covered. But uh, they say it's been covered. Uh, they feel for the last million years. So I thought that was interesting. Now I want to get into a keynote um, discussion. Turkish agate and Turkish minerals. Let me get a swig of my coffee here. I'm going to try to make today's episode a little bit shorter. And uh, boy, I sure would appreciate if somebody could stop by our Facebook. Just look up Radical Rocks and Facebook. You know, just uh, Google it. We're going to pop up right away. Love to hear some suggestions of what people would like to hear. Um, if they're too long, if they're too short, um, things like that would be greatly appreciated. At uh, snobappealjewelry.com, they have an article here, or oh, I guess it's kind of an article, but they're selling stuff. It's a, And I'm not promoting them or anything, but they have a good little article here, Turkish Stick Agate one stone's different look and they've this particular um it seems that the turkish stick agate is very popular and this has basically it looks like there's sticks that are fossilized in it right but it's a very pleasing pattern it's a pseudomorph and there's a variety of intriguing patterns and colors um, and you can see sometimes it comes up like a spray. Uh, there can be like these noodle, uh, needle type tubes. Yeah, you got like noodles too, I guess, forming uh, sometimes pointy or sharp sticks within the stone, which can be referred to as needle agate. Now, experienced rock collectors uh, are knowing what they want to see. They're going to see something's going to look really great. So like... If if I say superior agate and, and you're thinking of superior agates, you're going to be thinking of red and white banded agate or an orangish color. But uh, when you say stick agate, you don't know what you're, you There could be so many different types and varieties of the Turkish stick agate, even from the same mines. Um, you would be blown away. You wouldn't believe the different variety that comes out of the same area. Um they have some pictures here you know a lot of them are browns but there's whites there's some with purple um you know um like a crazy lace kind of through it and orbs through it and the more you know desire excuse me desirable it is then the more it's going to command the more money that it's going to be valued sometimes stick agate has geodes with gaps and vugs and can vary within the hardness of the stone so you just don't know, you know, what you'll find. It's been circulating here in the U.S. for about the last 20 years, but uh, it's not super, super available. Um, and, you know, there could be some more um, discussion on this, and hopefully somebody will put together some more material. But the pseudomorph, um, you know, this is a mineral that has a characteristics outward from another um like species a good example in the mineral world um, happens when replacement fossils where minerals replace for wood look like wood um, bark or even knot holes or a dinosaur bone where you can see the cells of the actual bone um, with agate deceptive or irregular forms the sticks in the turkish agate were originally aragonite crystals but were replaced by silica and the sticks look like aragonite but they're not pseudomorphs are very common in many agates but that's a whole other subject and according to don reed um, and on the internet 
Um, it says uh, that he's one of the experts on Turkish stick agate, and he, um, uh, you know, that's that's arguable. But some of the stuff came from here, and he has uh, he's a very big collector of pseudomorphs. Okay, now. More information on stick agate can be found in the Rock and Jim magazine. Just look up uh, look up the bench tips, black Turkish stick agate, and there's an article there by Bob Rush, and he has a beautiful stick agate which uh, looks very um, opalescent. Um, and there's browns, there's uh, grays, greenish color here very beautiful very appealing and he shows how he makes a template once he slabs it up and he finds the piece that he's looking for very translucent some of these pieces with the sticks showing and just giving a very pleasing look and he will make a uh, standard uh, cabochons or doublets all sorts of different things and he talks about how he does that there if you want to look that up now there's also more on these wonderful, beautiful Turkish gemstones if you want to go to gemsociety.org and look up an introduction to Turkey's gemstones. You'll got some beautiful pictures there and um, things like that from the International Gem Society. And as you scroll down the page, you're going to see a beautiful um, gemstone from Turkey which is Dispor, uh, I'm probably saying it wrong, Diaspor, Diaspor, and it's on uh, something called Marjorite, which is a beautiful brown sheen with these stacked crystals that look like it could be uh, broken crystals, like someone broke, like like uh, ice was crushed uh, on a river and pushed forward and crumpled up in little sheets and then cemented back together again, really beautiful. But um, they say this is one of Turkey's best-known gemstones. There is this uh, diaspora, and uh, although it's rare, it can be found in other locations around the world, including Massachusetts and Pennsylvania, um, but it can be found a lot in Turkey in the Mongolia province in the southeast. It's typically colorless, but sometimes found yellow, pink, or brown. Um, very difficult to facet, although they have some pictures here of uh, some that has been faceted. So um, it comes in a yellow or a beautiful peach, almost pink color with inclusions and uh, just beautiful. Um, some of the other unusual stones that you can find uh, in Turkey is colmanite. And colmanite is a brown with crystals and you can see this. There's several other ones such as Adamite, Chalcedony, Jet, Paulite, and the Turkish Purple Jade, which is just spectacular if you ever get to look at that. They have a link there where you can click and see the Purple Jade, which has been fashioned into jewelry. They don't uh, have any pictures of it uh, in its raw... Well, they do have one down at the bottom in its raw, natural state. Now, my grandma used to tell me that there was Pink Jade, and uh, I always wondered, you know, and now I can see some purple jade right here. The Turkish purple jade nodule. Beautiful, beautiful. If you want to cut through some links and take a look at that, you can admire that. Now, the chalcedony, of course, uh, is typically a orangish color. Very, very much like the biblical chalcedony um, of antiquity. 
that is spoken of in uh, Genesis and other scriptures in the Bible. Now, another wonderful Turkish stone you can see here, and I have no idea on the pronunciation. It looks like Kammurerite. It's K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R-I-T-E. It's very rare. It can be fashioned uh, as a faceted gemstone, but to find it in the rough, it is rare. It is rare to find a gem quality specimen, and that would be something you want. It's a deep, deep red to a pinkish color, and they have a picture of it there that you can see. It is just amazing. Now, as you go down, they have a bunch of other related articles on other gemstones that you can check out as well. But um, one of the things I was most interesting in, interested in was some of these uh, Turkish agates because I've been seeing a lot of them. But it seems like you really got to go out there and pick and choose on the information. So maybe that will be a project for me to try to put together a better, uh, like a whole blog on Turkish agate. So I hope you enjoyed today's Radical Rocks um, information on Turkish gemstones and agate, stick agate, and the fossil news. Keep in touch with us. Please let us know what you think. And remember, rock hounds don't die. They petrify.